like so. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. We are tonight's entertainment. You are part of the Rebel Alliance and the Traitor. Yes, indeed, ladies and gentlemen. Love that music. Welcome to another edition of Amp Radio, brought to you as ever by the Amp Radio Network. Ladies and gentlemen, we are here tonight to do Smack My Picks Up for UFC Fight Night 167, Anderson versus Blockowitz 2. That's right, Yanni from the block. And Corey Anderson running that one back. Also known as UFC on ESPN Plus 25 for all of you all that keep are keeping track of them. Uh, this will take place on February 15th, 2020 at the Santa, Santa Ana Star Center in Rio Rancho, New Mexico. I knew I'd love saying that one, Pammy. I knew it. So we're going to do that this evening. Of course, we're going to do our normal format. We're going to do main event, co-main event, and everyone's favorite segment of the show, Spotlight Fight of the Night. And ladies and gentlemen, we're going to get into a little bit of Amp Radio Rewind, or as we like to call it, this week in MMA, about uh, last week's events and all that went down in Texas for UFC 247. I'm sure we've got a few things on our minds. We were lucky enough this evening to have the Fighting Four back in town. Uh, Marco feeling much better from his illness last week. Pammy's on the line, so let's go ahead and get into it, DJ Tony. Cue the music for the life of the party herself. Pam from North Carolina. Hey, hey, hey. What's happening? Man, I rushed home from work. I had a 8 million charts I had to do, and I got them all done. And I got home just in time. I had to, to run a couple of errands and made it home just in time. Well, thank you very much for rushing, Pammy. You know, when I, when I called DJ Tony earlier on, he said, I was getting dressed for the gym. So I'm glad you remembered, uh, Pammy. Uh, thanks for coming out. Uh, how was the uh, emu this week? Oh, my gosh. I want one for my very own. If I could have one, I would have him. Oh, my goodness. I, I just adore him. So it, it gets it's to the point now where when I come in, when, when I go into the facility, I, I ring a bell before I go in just to let them know that I'm, you know, opening the gate. And they hear me, man, and they come running towards me. I love it. I feel so special. <laughs> right on. That sounds cool, Pammy. But uh, I did mention him uh, the Earlier on when we were talking, the DJ not in the PJs coming at us from the bright sunlight. Let's go ahead and cue your music, DJ Tony. It's Tony time, bitches. Hey, DJ, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Tony time, bitches. I'll tell you, Proteus, one thing that I haven't done in quite some time that's giving me, getting me in a better mood. Absolutely. You've got to watch yourself there. Be careful. Um, I have myself have been getting back into uh, getting that weight off DJ Tony and been running around the track lately. So uh, congratulations to you as well. And uh, let's uh, get in shape for 2020. Speaking about getting into shape for 2020, let's go deep to the heart of Texas. We had, he was off last week. So let's go and cue his music, DJ Tony. It's Marco from Waco, brother. Hey, 
Hey, yeah, we missed you last week as well, brother. But you know what? We missed you, but you kicked all of our asses last week. But we'll get to, into that into the next segment of the show. How you feeling? You feeling better? Go around there, Roger, fine, man. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> I'm feeling better, but my dog is sick, man. Your dog? Your dog is sick? My, my, my lad, yeah, he's under the weather. I don't know what's wrong. He, he doesn't want to eat. And, uh, I think he's happy. Oh, no. Oh, no. We'll see. We'll figure it out. I've got the, the, the moving clinic coming tomorrow to come check him out. So, oh, excellent. We well, wish you well there, brother. Yes, sir. As you wish. All right. So, as I no, mentioned, wait. we're going to go ahead and get into this. You're going to say like a dog. Yeah. All right. So, let's go ahead and get into this one. As I said, we're lucky enough to have the Fighting Four back in town. To the light heavyweight division we go. As I mentioned also at the top, we're running this one back. Uh, perhaps Marco could be a number one contender fight, but, you know, with, with the events that happened last weekend, uh, maybe they're going to have to, the winner of this fight is going to have to be put on hold. Uh, let me give you guys the odds in this fight real quickly. Of course, Corey Anderson, uh, the favorite in this one right now at a minus 190, Marco. And Yanni from the block, Jan Blockowitz coming back at us at a plus 165. Uh, what do you think about this one, Marco? And uh, what do you think about them doing it again, brother? Well, I like this time. It's the rifle, quote-unquote, number one contender. Safe! <laughs> but, uh, you know, you know that is not true. Uh, we can, uh, I mean, Corey looked awesome uh, his last uh, t- time around against Jimmy Walker. And then, uh, of course, yeah. Jackal, you know, John Wachowicz uh, spoiled the party for uh, freaking uh, Luke Rockhold uh, on his yeah. uh, debut as a, as a like heavyweight. I mean, these two guys have been looking outstanding, and they are the rifles number two, three, whatever they rank, you know. The, 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 the number one contender should come out of this fight but for what happened last week, and uh, because other prospects are out there that are like more value on, on, on the purse for uh, John Jones. We know it's not going to happen, but it's a fun fight. I like it. Uh, we, we find out that Corey Anderson can knock you out if he gets a chip on his shoulder, and he got a giant chip on his shoulder lately. He really won the title shot. And uh, John Blankovich is not a joke either. Uh, man, this fight is such a toss-up because these guys are really, really, really good, man. I mean, uh, Anderson is mostly a wrestler, but he's finding his power on his hands, and Blankovich is good everywhere. Uh, you know what? I'm going to go with the favorite. Uh, Corey Anderson is fighting with a chip on his shoulder. He knows he has to do something extraordinary and fantastic. He completely annihilated Jimmy Walker in his last fight out. Uh, I'm going to go with Corey Anderson. I think he's the most physical guy. The guy with the, the bigger wrestling pedigree. If push comes to shove, he's going to take it to the ground and dominate there. Uh, we find out that he got some pep on his head with his striking, so I'm going to pick Corey Anderson, and I think uh, I always have to take out, but I'm, I'm going to pick Corey Anderson with a second round TKO just because I feel that he knows he needs to do something extraordinary to at least get in the conversation of a, of a title shot. So give me Anderson by TKO in the second. Yeah, and Marco, it'll be you know kind of a letdown if Anderson does go out there and do that, would you say, second round TKO and uh, has to be on the shelf for 
you know, uh, close to a year, I, I would assume, if he's waiting for the champ. But uh, let's go ahead and throw to Pammy because uh, mm-hmm. Pam, Corey Anderson back mm-hmm. in action. Uh, this is number number five uh, versus number six in the light heavyweight division. You know, Anderson versus Yanni from the block. What you got? I think this is going to be a good fight. Um, I'm actually excited that this fight is in New Mexico, USA. Mm. Um, man, I wish I could go, but you know, I spent too much money there uh, a few months ago. Um, yep. You know what? Actually, I have family in Rio Rancho. Mm-hmm. My mom's sister lives out there, and I have some cousins that live out there. But uh, Rancho Cucamonga. It's going to be um, what do you say, Cucamonga? <laughs> Rancho Cucamonga. These, Cucamonga, guys, yeah. these guys are, um, in case you didn't know, decisionators. Uh, Jan is uh, coming at us with 10 decision wins. Corey Anderson, eight decision wins. Uh, Jan with six KOs and nine subs. Corey Anderson, five KOs, um, no subs. I'm going with Jan only because I'm, I'm looking at his fight resume, and I, I think he has wins over some people that Corey has lost to. And I'm picking Stipe with bangs. Um I am, you know what? I'm going to go with the, this is, is this five or three? Five? Uh, it should be five, yeah. Let me do a third round submission for me, please. All right. Third round. Doesn't he look submission. like Stipe with Bang? Hey, well, I mean, he does look like Stipe. They, they are kind of uh, from the same area of the world, so to speak. Uh, so, uh, yeah, they look very similar. Yes. <laughs> I think I know Jeff Black was from Ohio. What's that? Oh, I didn't know Blackwood was from, from Ohio. Ohio. Oh, I see. Just like, yeah, I get it. No, he's not. But, you know, Croatian, Poland, got, you know what I'm saying? They kind of have the same lineage. No. Yeah, okay. Ohio. Technicalities. In other words, all white people look alike is what he's saying. Wow. I didn't say that. But I'm, I'm glad I'm getting roasted already on this show. Awesome. Don't hold back, everybody. All these gringos look alike. Goodness. Let's go let's go to uh somebody who's probably not gonna make fun of me. Uh DJ Tony. Yanni from the block, Corey Anderson too. Uh we've seen this one before. What you got? You got it going differently than we saw last time. What what are you thinking? Yeah, maybe uh Stipe without the C T E. Ouch. That's that's uh, Oh goodness you know, gracious. Uh, ouch, I know. Uh Here's the thing. Corey Anderson reminds me of the guy with the, with the crystals. Who's the guy with the crystals that moved up in weight? Oh, yeah. Beeson, uh, 25'8". That, no, that is... Uh... Wait, what's, what's his name? Isn't oh, it Beeson? All right, well, no? anyway. That's... No, no, you're talking about Cannoneer. Cannoneer, that's Jared right. Cannoneer. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's one of those guys where I don't really trust, you know, like the Neil Magnies of the world. It's like, I don't know which, which Neil Magny or which Lando Venata. I'm, I'm going to get this week. So, right. um, you know, I I look at Jan's body of work, and I see uh, not only does has he had double the fights of Corey Anderson, but he's also won double the time, has also lost, right, 25, 25 and 8 versus 13 and 4. I get what Marco's saying about playing it close, close and, and he's going to go with the favorite, but – Marco, this is kind of a pickup, right? A minus 190 versus a plus 165. I'm going Jan Blachowicz, guys, because I just think he's bought better competition, um, including okay. the likes of, of course, Jacare and uh, okay. Lukaku. 
So I'm going with um, I'm going with Jan Blachowicz because right. he beat Chaka <laughs> All right, so let's go. Let's take your time it. machine. Let's take your time machines, ladies and gentlemen, and I'll bring you back to September fifth, two thousand fifteen, which is when uh, Yanni from the block and Anderson run this one the first time. Of course, if you remember, uh, Anderson did take that one down in a third round decision. Um, but I think, as you said, Marco, uh, Corey Anderson is a different fighter right now. He's, as you said, got a chip on his shoulder. Obviously, Jan Blakowicz is also, you know, five years older. Um, and, and it's going to be a great fight, like you guys said. I, I'm loving these. We'll talk about this in a second, but I'm loving these uh, ESPN Plus cards where we're kind of getting better cards, but we'll get into that in a minute. So Corey Anderson, Jan Blakowicz could be, uh, should be um, the uh, number one contender, as we mentioned at the top. Uh, Corey Anderson, as I mentioned, got the win the last time. Um, for Just for shits and giggles, guys, I'm going to go ahead and also uh, choose Gianni from the block. I think, you know, even though Corey Anderson much improved, got that one-inch height advantage, um, and as you said, Marco, you know, better wrestler and really starting to find the power in his hands, I think that's what we're going to see here, guys. And, of course, we got two more rounds in this particular fight for Gianni Block uh, to to get the job done. Um, I can't remember how close that decision was uh, back in the day, uh, but I assume that Corey Anderson, uh, you know, snuck one out with the wrestling. I think Corey's going to be on the feet a bit more. It's going to go in, in the, to the later rounds, fourth or the fifth. Uh, and Jan Blockowitz is going to get this one done. Um, I'd say uh, fourth round TKO, uh, you know, kind of putting a halt on Corey Anderson's run here. I know, over time is, is looking for a shot at the title, but uh, I think we're going to put the brakes on here. Yanni's going to get it done. Uh, DJ Tony, uh, let's Hold rewind me. the tape here on and go back. Island. Yeah, hey, just you on island. an island. That's right, brother. Uh, DJ Tony, hang on one second before you cue the music. I need you to go. I need to go back and uh, get your pick because I did not write it down. So you got Yanni from the block. What 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 do you got round and method? I'm actually going with the round that that uh, Penny said. Because Third, these yeah. guys are decisionators. I'm I'm going I'm going with no. I'm going decision. So the fifth. Boring five yeah. round fight. Um, Jan Blakovic via decision. Maybe right. even a split. Right on. Okay, so go ahead and cue that music, brother. Or a Texas decision, which means we don't really know who won. Hit it. You <laughs> <laughs> All right. To the welterweight division we go. Uh, unranked Diego Sanchez, the nightmare against uh, Michael Piera. Did I say that right, guys? I'm sure the uh, language police will correct me. Tejeda. Tejeda. There we go. Thank you very much, DJ Tony. Um, of course, uh, we are fighting in Albuquerque, New Mexico. We're fighting in New Mexico here. So um, Diego Sanchez fighting in his home state. Everybody loved to see that. I thought I thought that uh, the Nightmare had actually gone to another promotion, but I guess uh, I am incorrect. They pull him in back out of the closet for the the fight here in New Mexico. Uh, Pam, let's throw to you. Of yep. course, uh, you got family there. You just mentioned that uh, co-main event here. Who you got? All right, Diego. Are we sure he's the Nightmare? No. What is the Dream Make? What, what is he? The Nightmare. The Nightmare again now. Yeah. Okay. The what Joker. He Lionheart. He's I got a slow, split personalities. 
All right. Diego. Yeah, there you go. I I couldn't remember. (laughs) There's been so many. So Diego Sanchez versus Michael Pajeda. Um, He is Michael Pajeda. Michelle. Is it Michelle? It's not Michael. It's Michelle. Guess as good as mine, man. It's, it's, I'm it's Michael. Yeah, it's Michelle. Uh, 10K, yeah. He's uh, uh, 10K 06 sub-6 decisions. Um, he is 12 years younger than Diego, 6'1", with a 74-inch reach. Uh, Diego, 38, 5'10", with a 72-inch reach. Um, I like Diego, but, man... Pobrecito, losses to Chiesa, Matt Brown, Al Iaquinta, Joe Lozon, uh, Ricardo Lamas, Miles Jury, Gilbert Melendez. I mean, I, I, I get why they pulled him out to be on this card, but I'm going with uh, Pajeda. I'm doing a, um, oh man, it's going to be, this is kind of crazy. Both of them have 10 KOs. Both of these guys have six subs. Uh, Diego Sanchez is a decisionator. Um, I don't want to pick a decision because that's boring. I'm going to go with TKO, second round TKO Pajeda. And remember, we're at altitude here, right, uh, Marco? So we got to take that into account. But for us, it's cold right now. Is it freezing? All right, fair enough. Yeah, it's cold up there. It's up in the mountains. (laughs) It's very cold. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, before I throw to GJ Tony, I'll give you the odds, okay? Pajeda uh, coming at us at, a, at the favorite is a minus 165 right now. You know, Pam's uh, pick looking good at, that, at this time with the odds makers against Diego Sanchez coming back at us at a plus 145. Tony, what you got? My question to you is who's crazier, M- Michael Pajeda <laughs> or, or is it Diego Sanchez? Because I think they both have lost their mind um, up in the al- altitude apparently. But both of these guys are crazy. One guy is going to burn himself out in the first two rounds, like swinging at air. The other guy is just going to – Pam, is, is, is Diego Sanchez considered sane in New Mexico, or is he considered crazy <laughs> everywhere? No, I, I think he's a vato loco. You know, vatos locos forever kind of thing. So, yeah, oh, yeah he's forever. a vato loco. Yeah. <laughs> well, he, he's lost his mind for darn sure. So, I'm picking uh, – you know what? I, I just think Michael Pajeda is such a yeah. – man, he's athletic, right? I, even if he's swinging it there, uh, I, I say he's going to knock out Diego Sanchez, maybe send him into retirement. I don't know how many fights he has left. Let's say uh, flying needs <coughs> – I'm losing my voice. Oh, boy. No, you ought to. Good Lord, I'm losing my voice. Take a sip of water. Diego Sanchez is driving me crazy. Um, hang on one second. All right, I got I got some of it back. There you go. I'm going uh, Diego Sanchez. He's going to get knocked out in the third round with uh, right. a flying knee right before Michael Pay passes out. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I, I, I'm going to throw it at me and um, Marco. You you'll be the voice of reason here on this one. Um, <clears throat> Piera had two fights. Uh, last year, uh, May, and, and, of course, in September. Uh, and it is, I don't know. I don't know the competition. I mean, Robert's tough guy, Connolly. Yeah, pretty tough. Oh, uh, sorry. W- uh, won one, lost one. Connolly won the last fight in, in September. You know, uh, and I, did, I think if memory serves me correctly, this is when Pieta came out throwing some weird flipping shit, and Connolly yeah. just yeah. stepped back and was like, yeah. what the hell are you doing, buddy? 
Yeah. So, um, like you said, Tony, <laughs> both guys are, are, are out of their minds. Um, <clears throat> I think that Pieto is going to want to get this one done fast and early. Uh, that altitude is going to get to him. I'm going to take first round TKO here. I don't have much faith in, uh, Diego Sanchez anymore. Like I thought, like I said, I thought that uh, Diego was uh, signed up for the bare knuckle uh, fighting. Uh, I thought that was the news that I heard. So like I said, pulling uh, Diego back out of the uh, garage that he trains in. Um, but I digress. Marco, uh, what do you got here in the co-main event of uh, fight night 167, brother? I'm going to be on an island again. Oh, this shoot. All than, right. Yeah, this fight is closer than uh, what you guys think. Michelle Ferreira. Broke himself down, break dancing, and acting stupid and silly before even getting into the cage. Last time, hopefully, he doesn't do that stupid shit anymore. He's at altitude, and uh, this guy's whole career has gravitated on, on big movement, big action, freaking stuff. You know, jumping off the cage, and flips, and jumping knees, and crazy shit. You say flames? Catching, like, catching the flying knees and crazy <laughs> shit. Whatever. Yeah, uh, gotcha. If this guy doesn't catch Diego Sanchez early on the first round, he's going to yeah. gas out. And one thing that has been a concern with Diego Sanchez, whether through his whole career, is his cardio for days. And Diego Sanchez is not going to try to freaking strike with this guy. I mean, I know he's not interested in Jackson Wink anymore, but uh, he's still kind of a smart fighter, and uh, he has been winning some fights up there. It's not like he has been losing a bunch either. He's going to take this guy down and do what Diego Sanchez did and made these guys like miserable for three rounds, gas him out, and decisionate him in a unanimous 3-30-27 decision, dude. I don't have faith on Ferreira. Wow. The style, he, he relies too much on the big movements and the flashy stuff. He doesn't rely on fundamentals, and that is going to cost him an altitude, and cardio is going to win the day where Diego Sanchez has demonstrated his whole career like he's a cardio machine. Give me Diego Sanchez an decision. Yeah, you got it. Like That's that's what my first-round TKO was predicated on, uh, Marco, is that he, you know, he's going to be afraid of that altitude and get it done early. All right, guys, so let's yeah. get into wait, wait, spotlight wait, wait, fight real quick question. Real, real quick, quick question. When was the last time Diego Sanchez got knocked out? Cold. When was the last right. Time? I understand. No I understand. But he's taken a lot of punishment in this time, right? We can understand that too, right? That yeah, time's probably gotta, coming. Yeah, well, not, he, not, he, well, not he, he he was knocked out. He he, Marco. I don't know if he was out cold, but he he was KO'd by Lozon, Ally Aquinta, and Matt Brown. So I don't know if he was. Oh, out remember that? He was KO'd. So, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it is. Remember yeah, that elbow, Matt, Matt Brown? Good. Uh, that, that, that elbow from God would knock out an elephant, though. <laughs> yeah, okay. absolutely. Yeah. All right, so let's get into the spotlight fight of the night, guys. As I mentioned, um, this undercard maybe looks a little bit better than the undercard that was uh, UFC 247. I mean, there are more recognizable names on this undercard. Uh, than there were on the undercard of 247. Just for example, uh, we've got Tim Means, we've got Yancey Mineros here, uh, you know, uh, just go down the list. Jim Miller's on this card again, my boy. Um, so, Marco, I'm going to throw it to you for your, your pick for Spotlight Fight Night. And What I was thinking 
is I'll give the odds on the spotlight five tonight. And everybody, if you can try and remind me, I did start this before, and sometimes I forget to give the odds. So, Marco, what you got going here? Everyone's favorite segment, spotlight fight of the night. So this is a a plethora of riches in here, man. I mean, the, yeah, man. The the undercard is good. <laughs> oh, good. Compared to last week, why couldn't we have this undercard on, on on last week's card? I just wonder. Good point. But, That's a good uh, question. I know. Well, what are you gonna do? I mean, the 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 De La Rosa freaking couple are fighting together on this card. That is so cool. But uh, you know what? I'm gonna go with homeboy Ray Borg again. Yeah. Rogerio Body. Uh, I don't know how to say his name. Whatever. But what I'm picking Ray Borg. Yeah. I'm picking Ray Borg. He yep. is in a, in a in a in a home freaking uh, uh you know contour you know he's a home, the, the the home crowd guy you know the story of Ray Bora his kid I, I always root for this guy he he's a a, a former uh, title contender and I think he still got a lot left in the tank I think he he's gonna TKO this guy in the second round give me Ray Bora okay. Ray second round TKO, second round TKO second round you got it. And of course, uh, let me give, give you the, the odds on this one. Yep, give you the odds on this one, Marco. As you mentioned, the hometown favorite, Ray Borg, is the favorite. Minus 145. Uh, Pantorin coming back at us at a plus 125. I'm sorry if I'm massacring that name. All right, Pam, let's yeah. throw to you. Mm-hmm. Let's get your spotlight fire of the night out of the way here. And uh, what you got? My spotlight fight of the night is... Yancey Medeiros versus Lando Venata. Groovy. Groovy, groovy. I I am both a fan of both Yancey and uh, Groovy. I think it's going to be a fun fight. Um, FYI, did you know that Yancey Medeiros started his career at a light heavyweight? In fact, I did not know that. Yep, he started his career as a light heavyweight. <laughs> uh, yeah, and then he um, eventually started training with the Diaz brothers and got his weight down and got into shape. Um, Yancey Medeo's background, he's got a karate background. Uh, Groovy Lando has a jiu-jitsu background. Yancey has eight KOs, four subs. Groovy has four four KOs and five subs. Um, I'm thinking probably the favorite in this fight is Lando, but I am going with my Yancey. And I'm I'm actually taking this one by decision, Yancey by decision. All right, so uh, Medeiros for by decision, Pammy. You got it. I will definitely give you. I will definitely give you both the odds in just one second. This one, really, really close, guys. Uh, Lando Venado, the hometown or home state favorite. Of course, he's training. Uh, I believe still training out of uh, Jackson, Jackson Wink. Yeah, at a minus 120. Yancey Madero is coming back at us at a plus 100. It's a really close fight there, that, guys, uh, on the a, odds maker. Exactly, exactly. Almost even odds, yeah. Is that considered right, a pick uh, Almost, Marco said, almost. Okay. <laughs> All right, DJ Tony, let's throw to you. Uh, what's your spotlight fight tonight, brother? Well, we are in New Mexico, so my spotlight fight of the night <laughs> We'll be Holly Holm fighting the chair, oh. the seat. She'll be there. She'll be in the tendons. What? 
Yeah, Holly Home will be there, right, Pam? How far is Rio Vista or wherever that is from? Uh... Rio Rancho? It's, it's probably in an hour. Rancho Cucamonga. Yeah, probably not even an hour. Rancho Cucamonga, by the way, is mm-hmm. in uh, San Diego, so about yeah. an hour. So let's Don't just say she's probably going to be there. <laughs> For sure. Thank you. But but that's not the fight that we're going to go with, but I know what you guys are thinking. I'm shallow. I'm going to play um, careless whisper for uh, for the beautiful Montana De La Rosa. Nope. By the way, how the hell did her husband get her? Uh, I'm choosing uh, to the women's flyweight I go, Proteus, because <laughs> I'm choosing Montana De La Rosa, and she will right. submit Mara Homero Borella. By the way, a really good kickboxer. Um, I'm choosing Montana De La Rosa just because she's hot. Right. Second round. An surprise, surprise. Yeah. Hey, Rio Rancho <laughs> is 25 minutes away from Albuquerque. There you go. She'll be there. Oh, bonus. Hit it. Did you say boner? What did you say? Wow, 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 wow. Bonus. All right, let me – uh, you said submission, right? What round? Second round submission, Proteus, in the way that uh, we know rear naked choke. Oh, I thought you were going to say north-south choke. Never mind. Okay. Um, moving right along, I'll give you guys the odds on this particular fight. Uh, Tony's pick – De La Rosa at a minus 170. <laughs> uh, Borella coming back at us at a plus 150, guys. Um, I don't think you guys need to uh, wonder about who I'm going to pick in this uh, for my spotlight part of the night. I always go with my man. And this, fight, this fight's going to be really good. Uh, Jim Miller versus Scott Holtzman. Scott Holtzman. Uh, you know, I'm going with Jim Miller on this one. That's right. That's right. You're supposed to uh, say it's Miller time. It is it? Am I? It's Miller yeah. time, baby. All right. So uh, I'm going with Jim Miller. I'm going to take second round submission, uh, just like you did, uh, DJ Tony, in your pick. Um, and look, this is going to be a, a tight fight. I think Jim Miller is going to be able to get it done on the ground. Let me give you guys the odds. Uh, Holtzman actually coming in uh, as in as the favorite right now at a minus 150. Um, and uh, Jim Miller coming back at us a plus 130. Under the under the pick, Ooh. yeah. Under he, well, I mean Miller is for for the for the uh, past couple of fights has been the underdog. Of course, he's the the journeyman. Uh, of course, as I mention every time, uh, Jim Miller had the old uh, uh, tick virus uh, and seems to be over it right now. Uh, at, at least Lyme disease. At, yeah, that's right. He had the old Lyme. Uh, and seems to have gotten it under control, and we, we're really seeing, uh, you know, an improvement in his his fighting. All right, guys, so let's move right along. I didn't get a, a yay-nay on whether or not we're breaking this one up into two shows uh, from DJ Tony, so we'll roll right along uh, into a little This Week in MMA, also known as the Amp Radio Rewind. Hit it, Marco. <laughs> Excellent. Thank you very much, Marco. All right, so uh, the biggest it. story of... <laughs> the biggest story coming out of UFC 247, uh, besides the judging, well, the kind that's kind of related to the judging, is uh, the, the John Jones versus Dominic Reyes fight. Not only uh, did the judges take part of the story, uh, Marco, but uh, I, in my opinion, I thought we saw a pretty good fight. 
Michael, why don't you lead us off with your comments of what happened last week, uh, Jones versus Reyes? Okay. Uh, I saw the fight because I squinted really, really, really hard. I saw the fight for John Jones. I gave Jones the second, the fourth, and the fifth. But I had no argument yep. if you saw it for, for Reyes either. Because it was a, a close fight, in, especially on the second and the third. The first round was definitely Reyes, and uh, the fourth and the fifth was Jones. Uh, it was a really good fight, man. I was super impressed with Reyes. Uh, if, if people think that you know Reyes won, I got no argument because I, I, I can see the, the uh, Reyes winning. You know, at the number, the stats actually freaking tells you that Reyes probably won. But that, uh, my feeling while, while watching the fight is that John Jones won the fight by like a, like a hair, you know. But yeah. said that it was a really good fight, man. I mean. We got a new rival for John Jones now because they had to do the rematch. Controversy always sells, you know. Uh, yeah, the scoring was all over the place. That guy Solis, the, 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 the guy that gave a 49 46 to John Jones, uh, it's shameful because there is no way in hell you can make a case that uh, John Jones won four rounds. Three, maybe, you know, like, like I did, but four, please. Uh, and it kind of sort of tainted like what was a really, really good fight with the controversy, but like I said, controversy sells. Uh, John Jones will fight Dominic Reyes eventually. Hopefully, Reyes doesn't have to wait three and a half years like Gutassen did, or a, a year and a half like Daniel Cormier did. Uh, I don't think any media rematch is strictly necessary, uh, but let them, let them both fight one more in, in the in, in the interim, you know, in between, and then meet again at the end of the year. Because if they are that good, you know, the champion, and as of right now, the second best fighter in the division, they should be able to beat any opposition just to build up the, the fight and meet uh, by the end of the year or early next year. Because it was a really good fight, I'm not going to lie. Just build Dominic Reyes' name a little bit more. So, because people know now who he is. The hardcore yeah. know now. Now the casual is to know. So let's put him, let's put Dominic Reyes as headlighted in a big ESPN car. Uh, maybe the winner of, of, of uh, Anderson Blahovic or uh, even Tashera Smith, you know, just to build him up. And let John Jones, you know, have uh, an entertaining fight, maybe with Adesanya, maybe with Stipe, just build Reyes up for the rematch so that he becomes a bigger fight. But he's very deserving of a, of a rematch, man. The guy, in, in a lot of people's eyes, should be the champion right now. The fact of the matter is that judges didn't see it that way. But uh, nothing but respect for Regis, man. Very good fight. All right, Pammy, I know that you, uh, you didn't get to see this one. So what I'll, I'll let you do is I'll let uh, DJ Tony go next. And then I'll get your okay. comment on basically what those two guys have said, and then I'll, I'll close this topic out. DJ Tony, um, did you see it differently than, than uh, Marco, or, or, or did you go with the, uh, the judges down there in Texas as well? Well, I didn't see it. Whatever the judges saw, I clearly didn't see that because <laughs> someone gave uh, – I mean, didn't he give Jones like, like uh, ten – uh, yeah. uh, rather five, uh, uh, um, five rounds altogether, which – I didn't see what four, four I you know I four. yeah I I can I can see if if someone else no I thought there was a fifty am I mistaken um, no it was but no, it was forty nine forty seven forty nine forty six 
Well, that's what they said. Either way, I, I I probably saw that going the other way because uh, I I, I on, honestly had what did I have? I had forty forty forty. I forgot what I had, but I had I had uh, Reyes clearly winning the first three. I didn't think it was close, and then I think he ran out of gas. Maybe he just thought he was up and just wanted to coast. But um, yeah, I, I had Reyes winning the first three, and then of course John Jones uh, the last two. All right. Well, Pam, uh, DJ Tony didn't give you much to go on there, but of course uh, we had a little. Well, I would say quite a bit of controversy, Pammy, coming out of this one because there was people saying, you know, Dominic Reyes got that one done. And, of course, it, maybe it was mainly the John Jones haters, guys. Let's be honest. But, Pam, off of the mm-hmm. thoughts, off of what you've heard here, what, what, what are your thoughts here? Do you think John Jones deserved to get that one done or, or do you think Reyes uh, deserved to take it down? Well, I heard, I, I heard, I think, more people than not say or, or even on Twitter I uh, read that that he won, and um, Reyes won. I would say that that Reyes won, and and they were questioning the judges, and apparently, from what I understand, there was a lot of bad calls that night. Yeah, um, on on no, the fight, like a, a lot of bad calls. But, um, Texas. I would say um, run it back, then run it back in uh, run it back for fight week. Fight week is five months away. Let's do it then. Why wait till the end of the year? Right. Okay. So let me you give know, you guys my thoughts here. <clears throat> go ahead. If you're not done, Pam, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, uh, tentatively right now for fight week, uh, there, there's rumor of Usman and um, Masvidal. So run it back That's on that card. That would be pretty fun. I'm not opposed to that. Yeah, I, I'm not opposed to it either. But I think both guys coming out of this fight, their legs are pretty trashed up. So we'll have to see if the, you know, uh, if anything's damaged there. Okay. So getting getting to the nitty gritty of this one. Um, actually, Marco, I scored this exactly the way that you did. Um, I also wanted to say, um, I knew that this was, I, I knew that this was going to happen, uh, just by watching, um, the way John Jones was controlling the octagon. I knew that the way the judging has been lately, no matter what, uh, you know, nothing, unless Reyes was able to do something, you know, spectacular to John Jones, that the octagon control that John Jones was was putting down would get him the win. Um, now, if if the rounds were about two and a half minutes, Dominic Reyes definitely would have won this fight. But unfortunately, these rounds are five minutes, and Dominic Reyes cannot maintain the level of uh, ferocity that he showed at the beginning of the rounds for the whole round. Um, I, I want to point out also you know, John Jones' defensive techniques are, are really good. I mean, he's, you know, he made Reyes miss a lot. Um, it definitely, John Jones did get, you know, clipped a number of times in this fight. So shows that John Jones does have a chin. Um, and I thought that maybe, maybe the, the, the small things that the, the guys on the commentary were saying were, you know, uh, John was checking a lot of those low calf kicks, you know, you know shin to shin a lot. Uh, with, when Reyes was trying to do those lower uh, calf kicks. And I, I thought it was a good performance by John Jones. Uh, excellent performance by Reyes as well. And, and guys, you know, I, you know, all he needed, Frazier. And I was speaking last week, like, about, you know, are we ready for the Reyes era? I don't think we're ready for it, but still. But I think Dominic Reyes really put his, his card on the table saying, I can give John Jones something. You know, he came into this fight saying that he was going to get in John Jones' face, and that's what he did. But John Jones was able to survive 
the onslaught that, that Reyes threw at him at the beginning of each round. Um, and really, when he brought them, brought the fight, when John Jones got the fight into the championship rounds, you know, the fourth and the fifth, uh, he really did put, uh, not put Reyes away, but he did show that, you know, he's got that championship uh, mentality and he was able to get, you know, do more in those rounds. Um, the wrestling game, guys, I mean, John, go ahead. Hello. A, a little bit of a stat, uh, because you mentioned John Jones' defense. 95% yeah. takedown defense and 65% striking defense. That means that two out of every three freaking punches that people throw at him, miss. His defense yeah. is superb. He blocks and slip punches very well. He knows how to manage distance really, really well. And that is why he's maintaining John. He doesn't take us, even though he's on these long fights, he doesn't take as much damage, especially on the face, man. Uh, and also, a lot of people are calling this a robbery. It wasn't a robbery. It was a close fight. But Definitely. Least, I, will, I, I will agree to call it a gift because he was gifted uh, certain, uh, I, I, I don't know what to say, uh, he was given more of the benefit of the doubt because you're right. Uh, Cruz, Reyes came out like a freaking tornado at the beginning of this round. But then the last impression at the end of the round was like John Jones pressing and pushing forward and attacking more. And I think that is what aged the freaking uh, scorecards on those 48-47s because one, one judge of the 48-47 gave John Jones the second round and the other John, judge gave him the third round. So they added yeah. because I think it was the, the lasting impression at the end of the round that that aged those freaking cards, man. Because a close yeah. If you can make the argument that uh, that ranks two and round three might be a little close, and the only opinion that matters is one of the judges on those tables, you know, then you know it is what it is right now. Let's do the yeah. rematch. Yeah, and I'm not I'm not a big fan of getting into the conversation about roughing or judging again. Uh, it it needs to change, and we all know that. So. <clears throat> um, Anyways, like I, let's wrap this up quickly can, because I want to move on to the co-main this, event. Uh, yes, you may. Sorry, can, can, I, can I just say this? Uh, just uh, Sorry, uh, if, if I don't break this down a little, it's going to drive me crazy. So uppercuts obviously are, are effectively thrown, right, to lower somebody else's guard, and they're thrown via close range, right? So I agree with you guys were saying about John Jones' defense um, at distance, but close – close by he was getting hit with uppercuts guys you have Absolutely. to look I, yeah. I don't think you're watching that fight because as soon as they got close what was what was Dominic Reyes trying to do and I I listen there's no doubt about it and I've said this John Jones IQ is probably only the only person that has better fight IQ is Valentina and maybe but John Jones is that great and I said this on a show uh, Showtime said he was going to call once he saw that I picked uh, Dominic Reyes but if you guys look at this fight it's a lot closer than, than uh, you guys think. It, and listen, I know it, it's not a robbery, no doubt about it. Might be a pickpocket, like I've said before, but not a robbery. But this fight was, it was close, a guys. Yeah, it was a great fight, guys. Let's be honest. I mean, if you didn't enjoy watching that fight, you're not a fight fan. That was a great fight. Uh, regardless of the outcome, we were getting to see, like, I, I, you know, Freyas was able to show us something, which he did. I said last week uh, whether or not he, you know, if he lost or if he won. We were going to see a rematch. I'm down for the rematch. Probably eight months from now is probably what I think would be where they're probably going to plan that. Uh, we all know that John Jones in rematches 
um, is really, really good. So I'd like to see, again, what Reyes can bring to the table, again, against the champion, John Jones. Let's move quickly because we're running out of time, guys, to the co-main event. Uh, Pam's favorite fighter uh, was able to get this one done again. Uh, the biggest favorite on the card. Of course, Pam, we know that you didn't get to see the fight because you had uh, a gig that night. Um, so we won't get you too too much commenting on this one. So, uh, DJ Tony, let's throw to you first here because we started with Marco last time. Um, Valentina Shevchenko, in my opinion, uh, putting down a really, really good fight, a clinic, if you, if you would say, not only on the feet but on the ground. DJ Tony. This was a lot what I thought it, would gonna be, it was going to be. I thought she would get submitted, but um, clearly that crucifix actually see it, tends to work very, very well. But we've seen yeah. – Caitlin Shukagian, I think, is a very good point fighter, guys. I mean, how many fights have you seen – Others that literally just drag on to the three rounds and there's not a lot of action, a lot of grunting and a lot of, you know, swinging, but not a lot of action. Um, Valentina, what you saw, guys, is literally one of the smartest fighters. I know that Pam doesn't like her and said, who has she fought? Well, she's fought everyone that she's, that's been placed in front of her, right? That's all you can do is fight who's in front of you. But um, she's fantastic, guys. I mean, I, I think what you saw, like, like you said – like Proteus said, a clinic, and what you saw is just very good fight IQ and just someone that doesn't take any rounds off. Yeah, DJ Tony, I just cut, before we throw to uh, Pam to get her comments, and then Marco mm-hmm. will we'll throw to you to uh, end out this this uh, particular segment and to get us out of here after we do, uh, you know, our, 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 our guilty pleasures. Uh, Valentino Shevchenko, once she got her range, uh, which she got her range real quick in this fight. Let's be honest. Um, not only winning the fight on the feet, as I said, um, if she um, she would have gotten that head kick, guys, uh, just a little bit, a little bit like inches closer to the heel, uh, we would have seen another highlight uh, KO uh, for Valentina Shevchenko. But again, the way this fight finished, I thought it was amazing because she took Caitlin down a number of times in this fight, and then of course the fight ending uh, on the ground, as you mentioned, that crucifix. Uh, just deadly, and of course uh, the the ref waves it off. Um, really, really, really talented fighter, hard as nails, man, and uh, great win for her. Uh, I don't know who's next. I, again, this division is light, but uh, I, I, what are you going to do? That's that's just the way it is. Pam, you got you want to comment at all? Tell, talk about the terrible dancing, like you don't like her dancing. Something oh like no, no, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Thank you. You're good. Okay, <laughs> Pam doesn't want to get into it. All right, Marco. So why don't you close us off on this fight? Uh, what were your thoughts on this fight, brother? Okay, Kelly uh, Shakedian put her coins into the game Mortal Kombat went directly to the freaking boss and got her ass kicked. <laughs> freaking Valentina is so freaking good and uh, he's standing alone on a division that is not ready for her. And it's going to be like the Ronda Rousey reign. The division is going to just have to catch up with her. Like, you know, yeah. like when you got a super dominant champion and the division just have to catch up, like George St. Pierre, like John Jones right now. Like Demetrius Johnson, that is going to be Valentina for a long time. And she called out Roxanne Maraferi. I guess she wants to avenge her sister Antonina's only loss to Roxanne. Uh, Jennifer Maya and uh, Joan Calderwood. Of all those three, I prefer the Joan Calderwood fight first because I think she's yeah. the, the next logical opponent. And then I will entertain a Roxanne Maraferi and a Jennifer Maya fight. But they're just going to feature, you know, opponents until you know, until somebody raises up from the ranks. But uh, let's not do the third 
Amanda Nunez fight because it makes no sense. You no. know, we've already seen that fight twice. And, uh, you know, we saw Joanna Jengeche grabbing weight to fight uh, Valentina for the belt. Let's maybe try, like, all, all, all of the standout 115ers that to go out, like Mexican, maybe Jessica Andrash might want to come out. Uh, Jan Wei Li maybe was, might want to come out after she defended the title a couple of times, which she got a tough, tough task with Joanna here in a, in a month. But, uh, you know, the ones like that, that might get here a competition. But as of right now, 125, there is not a standout fighter that is going to challenge Valentina for a long time. And she is up and about, like, the best the best female fighter second to Amanda Nunez only. Yeah, and I think uh, I think Valentino kind of, when she did the call-out of the three fighters, kind of did them in the order that make the most sense, as you mentioned. Uh, what an excellent fight, and of course, uh, just laid waste to uh, Caitlin. All right, guys, let's start to wrap this one up. Um, as I mentioned, we're going to go ahead and slip into our guilty pleasures of the week. Uh, Pammy, you haven't spoken much on this segment of the show, so let's start with you. Uh, what do you got for uh, a guilty pleasure this week? Uh, you know, I, I've Oh, wait, been... before you do that, sorry. Oh. Sorry, Pam, to interrupt you. Oh. I apologize. i got to go do the winner uh, of last week. Of course, Marco, uh, as I mentioned at the top, Marco, you wiped the floor with us. Uh, you were actually the only one that either, even got uh, you didn't get the, the, the rounded method right for your spotlight fight of the night, but you're the only one that even got in the vicinity of getting something right on that one. So congratulations, Marco. I believe that's your second uh, straight-out win of the year. And, of course, you tied with Pam um, last week. So you're doing great this year, Marco. Pammy, what you I got? Wasn't, I, was, I wasn't even there, and I, I wiped the floor with you guys. Oh, my God. We, we felt bad because you were sick. Yeah, we felt bad because you were sick. No, I've just been like a super nerd and been watching all these historical documents. One was on the Ottoman Empire, which was really, really, really good. So I'm a super nerd. I'll admit it. That's all right. Good to be nerdy. Um, I was, I've been mm-hmm. watching a lot of uh, nerdy stuff recently as well. Okay, DJ Tony, why don't you go ahead and give us your guilty pleasure? What you got? Well, gentlemen uh, and lady, uh, I was actually watching the Sci-Fi Network, and one of my favorite movies came on. Alternative facts. <laughs> no, it actually really is. Uh, Haywire with Gina Carano. Listen, I know wow. everyone is giving Gina <laughs> – I'm not joking – I am not joking. I, I know people are giving Gina credit for at, for her recent acting in The Mandalorian. Guys, it's That's still bad. If you want to look at her best acting, her best acting was in oh, Haywire, wow. and it wasn't that bad. Oh, not no. joking. <laughs> right, Connor? Mm. Never mind. Connor didn't even want to read yeah. it. Absolutely nobody. Yeah, and of at course, McNuggets is in the news. Of course, McNuggets is in the news again, so I don't want to get into that because he's a... But BJ uh, Penn in the news again, too. Yeah, BJ Penn. Poor BJ Penn, man. I think the brain damage is getting up. They catch it up to that man. Mm. Yeah, but that was mm. fake news, right? I, they, that, that one has been, that one has been t- said that it's fake news. Someone so. is getting sued. Someone is getting yeah. sued. And they definitely are. The Miami Herald getting sued. All right, so my guilty pleasure oh, for this yeah, week is... Oh, yeah, I heard about that. Good for them. Yeah, man. Nate. What yeah, uh, guilty pleasure this mm-hmm. week. I haven't actually started the show yet, uh, but it's called For All Mankind. It's on Apple TV. Um, it's the premise behind it is very, very interesting. It's what if the Russians actually beat the U.S. to the moon, uh, and what the effect that would have had on uh, 
you know, the past or the future and everything. So I'm, I'm very interested to get that, that one started. Um, I heard about it on the Joe Rogan podcast. So, I, I, you know, it's not an original idea. Uh, but, uh, you know, they've got uh, in, a real astronaut in behind them making these, these uh, technical decisions, making it look right, making it feel right. So I'm interested to get into that. So for all mankind, Apple TV. All right, Marco, it's up to you, brother. You, go, you pull up the, uh, the anchor here. Get us out of here for this week, brother. Oh, and we're all, uh, well, we'll be back again on the, uh, what is it, the 22nd is the next uh, UFC fight. So we'll see you then. Go ahead, Marco. Oh, hey, let me tell you guys something cool real quick. Hey, why don't you tell us something cool real quick? Tomorrow is my wedding anniversary. Oh, happy anniversary. Oh, right on, man. Guess hey, how many years? Uh, I can't remember from last year. You told us last year, but I can't remember. My bad. Thirty fucking two years. Not a girl. Way to do it. <laughs> I know, right? Good for you. Yeah. 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 Way to do it. Anyways, well, happy Valentine's Day, and we'll talk soon. That's right. All right, Marco. Don't let's don't try. forget Take flowers two. and candy, y'all. Oh, God. For who? I just some booty. For me. <laughs> don't we all? Don't we all, Marco? Okay. Okay. Can I go now? Yes, you may. Go. Uh, okay. My guilty pleasure. Somewhere in the skies. You know, I'm into UFOs. Don't ask me why. Richard Pratt has had this podcast since forever. It, uh, it's on KERA radios. It's super popular among the people that are into UFOs. He's, he got a, a skeptical eye to it, but, you know, he, he listens. And uh, he's, he's, a, he's an entertaining guy. It's more like a, like, not an interview. It's more like a conversation. So check it out if you're interested in that crap. Follow Tony at, the, at DJ Tony. Follow Pana Pandora Box. Follow me at Maldo Marco. Follow Produce at Produce. Follow the show at Another MMA Cast. Read and review at Knuckleheads. Follow on iTunes, Pandora, Spotify, uh, Block Talk Radio, you name it. If, if there is a podcast in there, we, we are there. Uh, you listen to us, guys. So tell a friend of a friend of a friend that likes MMA to listen to us, Knuckleheads. Uh, Fights this weekend. I'll you guys. Catch you guys next week. Enjoy the fights. All right. And Pammy, just like that. Buenas noches. Rancho Cucamonga. <laughs> Got to go, Miss Ho. Excuse me, bitch. Hey, I'm not surprised, motherfuckers. Fuck your bitch ass belt too.